The dreams that were set upon me were not my own dreams. It was dreams that were set by society because society deems, and I thought society deems people who work at top companies as more prestigious. That's what I challenge to other people, especially if you're trying to pursue your passions or you're trying to be an entrepreneur or you're trying to find your own successful journey. Are you doing it because you want to do it and it's your goal? Or is it because society deems you and tells you that you have to work at this company and then you will be successful. In this episode of the Voltura Game Show Podcast, you will discover mindset, rejection as redirection, the biggest lie from society and your past as your number one asset. Is that something that you love to know? If so, continue listening. Hi guys and welcome to another episode of the Voltura Game Show. This is episode 33. The Voltura Game Show is designed to bring together the best minds of our times so that you can have access and integrate their mindset, behavior, and business lifestyle. As a result, you can access your inner perfection in a fun, new, and interactive way. My name is Alexandru and I'm your host today. Today our guest is Jonathan Javier. Jonathan Javier is an entrepreneur and founder of OneSulting that helps tens of thousands of clients land offers at top companies including the Googles, Deloitte and Goldschmann of the world. He also worked in the strategy and operations teams at Snap, Google and Cisco, coming from a non-targeted school, non-traditional background. His mission is to turn underdogs into winners, which is the mission of One Solting. Thank you for being here, Jonathan. Of course, I'm happy to be here and uh, happy Monday, everybody. <laughs> happy Monday, yes. Yay! <laughs> so, Jonathan, I'm actually curious, like, what makes you curious or excited to say yes to to this opportunity yeah i mean i think it just seems like a like fun i love having fun that's one thing i mean i've been on a lot of podcasts uh in in my time but if i see a fun opportunity i'm gonna go take it because i think that'll just be good for the audience and it's a market that i haven't experienced yet but might be the first time today Mm. Yeah, so I got that is like it's a new experience that you're curious to see, you know, how it will be, and uh, yeah, it will be fun, and you want to experience something fun and new. Exactly, exactly. So let's have some fun. <laughs> yes, so we're going to have a lot of fun today. Good. So this is the Voltura game, Jonathan, and basically how we're going to start the game is by rolling the dice. So please tell me when to stop. Hey, pst, one second before we start the show, I have a small request for you. Could you please? write us a review on Apple iTunes. This will help us to improve the experience and to reach more people. And also, if you want to be part of an exclusive group, go to voltura.co slash podcast or just Google Voltura Podcast. Thank you so much. Now, let's start the show. Stop. Okay, so it's five. Please read the card. It says, think of a historical character Imagine you are him or her right now. How would you be living your life? Ooh, ooh, man. Historical character. Wow, this is, this, uh, this is a tough one. I'm trying to think. Let's just say Albert Einstein. Albert Einstein. Okay. Now the next step, spinning the wheel. Okay. Stop right there. In health. Health. Oh, so Albert how would you be living your life if you would be Albert Einstein in the area of health? Well, I only know Albert Einstein because he's old. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, Albert Einstein is one of the brightest minds uh, of, our, of our time or in, in 
the world, right? I think mm -hmm. especially in that health aspect, um, if I were looking at it in that terms, like if I were Albert Einstein, well, he obviously did a bunch of different things. But yeah, I mean, in health, wow, that is actually very difficult to answer. But if I were living it through him, I would try to be uh, trying to make a ton of different vaccines, especially if in our world today, we have so many different things with COVID-19, et cetera. But I know he was focused on a lot of different science things, but imagine he was focused on, maybe he made something in regards to the vaccines that were utilized today, right? For COVID-19. Mm -hmm. I think that would be really cool, especially um, already being able to predict it. Um, get some good mm. health there. <laughs> Okay, so you basically what I'm hearing is like more like on the maybe mental health side, like focus on your like um, yeah. mindset to be like strong yeah. and resilient. Exactly. The mindset is extremely important, like especially not only with your health, for your health especially, because when you're applying to different roles, especially when you're in your career, it gets draining and you burn out. But at the end of the day, if you have a strong mindset, like Albert Einstein says, but a very growth mindset, you'll be able to get into your career because you don't see rejections as simply rejections. You see them as redirections. Hmm. Okay. Good. Now the next step, questions. So my question for you, Jonathan, is um, what is, yeah, I'm actually curious. What is one of the biggest challenges that you were experiencing right now in this period with your business and you, um, you got through it, like you succeeded to, to overcome that? Oh, this is a great question. So one of the problems and one of the challenges, it's not really a problem. It's not even a bad problem. The problem is that we have so many things that are scaling out so quickly, especially with consulting, because for example, we have so many things that are going well in regards to our speaker series or social media, getting shouted out by news outlets. Like this past week we were on LinkedIn news and uh, Yale daily news the thing is though how are we able to balance everything so that's why for example i was able to overcome that by hiring different team members interns i think it's very important to delegate different tasks especially as a manager or a ceo because you can't be doing everything that's what i realized before i was trying to do everything because i thought that i was good at everything right but the thing is you got to get other people involved who are directly related to their passions and then that they like and enjoy that with the work that they're doing and they're going to be more inclined to keep going and keep doing it. So I think that's what we've been able to do and achieve significantly. Mm. And you overcome that challenge by basically delegating and hiring people, like outsourcing. Yeah, exactly. Just hiring people, but then getting people who are passionate about also turning other dogs into winners. I think that's the most extremely important uh, characteristic someone could exhibit, especially when working with us. Mm. And um would you be able to share with us like how what's the story with one thing? i mean wh when you started the business you were uh, only you it was like a, let's say a self-employed business or you had a, a business partner what's... yeah i mean yeah when i first started it i was working at google uh this was last year and yeah i just thought that there was a gap between these non-target schools non-traditional background uh, students and professionals because i never saw anybody that came from my background nor looked like me so when I first started it for the first year, it was just me, but then I, uh, you know, one of my, my business partner joined me, Jerry Lee, he joined me, and then we hired some interns and different team members. So yeah, we've expanded uh, fairly well um, and grown significantly in the past year for sure. 
Mm. And what uh, what you did before one solving? What you were doing? Oh, I was working at a uh, Snapchat, Google, and then also Cisco, all in strategy. Oh, uh, you you were uh, you were um, an employee, right? Like a worker there. Yeah, yeah. So I worked in each one of those companies. So I worked in each one. I worked at Snapchat for six months, Google a year and a half, and then Cisco. I just left to do one solving full time. But yeah, I, I worked at all those companies, never even applied to any of them, just used LinkedIn. And then I also went to UC Riverside, which is in a targeted school. So that's how I basically was able to work at these different companies, just using LinkedIn. Hmm. Okay. And that's what that was actually I was I wanted to to see like what makes you to transit, like to to, um, to change from you know employee to uh, entrepreneur like what was the motivation as you know like google um, snapchat like big companies i think it was a good income a good salary there right but what makes you like um yeah what was your why behind your uh, move yeah your transition i mean I, I wanted to be my own boss which was extremely important i think that uh also it's more i was more passionate about helping others rather than just working in a corporate company and then I just worked in the corporate companies to learn the processes inside and out and then implement it directly into consulting. That's why I basically went to each one in a different field in strategy and operations, because then I could just mirror the processes into consulting. So that's why it's been more so successful because of that aspect. But I think it's, that's why it's extremely important to keep going and to work being an entrepreneur before going into entrepreneurship. Mm. Okay. Yeah, it's like it's a little. I think it. Uh, like I was never a, an employee, you know, so I don't know exactly how it is on the other side of the of the coin. But I, I believe that it's it could be challenging, you know, for someone to transit like instantly from uh, employee to entrepreneurship or, or self-employed because it's like is that um, well, in my experience it would be like you know that not fear, but it's like. The doubt, okay, how can I really sustain this? You know, like the income I knew it would come every month. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's why I left because I knew for a fact that it would uh, it would be okay because at the end of the day, the hard work uh, paid off. And then I saw, for example, like I was like, okay, like I think I'm getting be uh, I'm having more X amount of money than what I have currently right now. I think it's going to work out. So um, yeah, but definitely, if you're trying to make that leap make an educated decision before doing it and make sure your business is scalable. And you had someone that like, uh, help you to take that decision. Like, like it was in encouraging you or maybe like, you know, let's say you were, uh, uh, working before and then your business partner said, okay, let's open a business now. Or you just like, it was by yourself that took, that you took that decision. Oh, it was just by myself, but I was also kind of forced, not really forced, but, at Cisco, my position got affected by COVID-19, which is totally fine. Um, and that's when I started working more so on consulting full-time for a little bit. And then they wanted me back, but I decided to do consulting full-time. Um, but that's kind of what spearheaded everything. And that's why I always exemplify that rejection is simply redirection, because at the end of the day, if you react to that rejection and utilize it to be even better, then that's where you're going to be, a better person. Um, that's what I utilize all my rejections and everything that has setbacks they're never really setbacks. They're just comebacks to make things even better. That's very interesting. Like you use all of the no's and all of these, uh, um, like kick in the ass, you know, like, oh, you're like, la, 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 like, bing, 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 to get more, uh, um, let's say, willpower. And in the end, like to, um, 
rise up, like use that energy in a positive way. Exactly. And the thing is, Alex, like a lot of people don't look at it that way because they look at rejections and then they're like, man, like why didn't I get rejected? Why did I get rejected from this company and that company? But the thing is you only need one yes at the end of the day because that one yes from a mentor or a company or just anybody is just what you need. You just need one person to believe in you. And fortunately I had more than one person, but um, thankful that I have a lot of people who are supportive. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's the most important like, to have someone that will say, you're doing a good job, don't don't give up, you know? Because <laughs> in the exactly. end, if you're only you, sometimes, like, there are days, like, even like, on my side, you know, there are days when, like, oh, my God, I, I can't do this anymore. But then my partner's like, they're like, keep going, keep going, going, keep right? going you know? You need yeah. that person, for sure, you need them. Because if you don't have that, and then you focus on the negative aspects, and people are like, yeah, John, like, Jonathan, yeah, Alex, like, you, you can't do it then you're going to believe it. But your support system really doesn't mm -hmm. reflect who you are, especially in life and society, because those are the people who push you to be even better than you are. Yeah, exactly. Good. Thank you, Jonathan. Now, let's proceed to the next player, which is me. So let's see. Okay, so it's five. Let's see. And the card says, give a speech about your last success. The next step, spinning the wheel. In money. Okay. Well, that's a good question. My last success in money. Hmm. My last success in money is that I... I'm going to be honest. Like, this coronavirus was really a challenging for me. And it still is. I mean... Um, like I said in another episode and probably an entire podcast uh, that, you know, we, before the coronavirus, the business was working. We are, you know, the business was working, making sales and everything was fine. And the one problem that the coronavirus like face, like highlighted it is that the business was focused most on offline. So yeah. now everything is online. So the problem was, okay, how can we promote this? How can we market this? to make it, uh, you know, um, people to, to start to, to getting it and to, to buy it. So we have business. Uh, and um, I'm still in the process of figuring out that, like, the podcast is working amazing. You know, we have, like, this is the 33rd episode and we had guests and we're still having a lot. Like, we are booked one month from, from now. So things are, are moving. However, uh, in terms of like financial, not so much. But when we look at the last success is that I, my last success is that I'm starting to look at, okay, what can be done? Like uh, to not be so much attached on Voldura, but look at other uh, business opportunities, you know? So um, maybe, you know, try something else like, uh, uh, you know, the podcast was one of the things instead of like focusing only on the physical product and, and the game and the events and looking at like multiple ways of uh, doing it. So it's not anymore about the how, it's about the what and who, which is basically why we created this podcast because we don't believe it's anymore about the how, like how can I do this or uh, what course or whatever I need to learn. It's about what do you want to do and who in the end can support you to, to do that. So mm -hmm. I would say, yeah, that's a, a success for me. That I was and able to shift this uh, mindset. I was say challenges. Challenges happen, but it's how you react to those challenges that make you different. Exactly. So, questions. 
Yeah, I was going to say, so what matters to you more specifically in regards to uh, financial stability or finding your passion? I think that's a, a good question to correlate directly with this one. But what, what, what matters more to you? That's a good question. And it's funny, like these days I was like, uh, um, let's see, dealing with this question. And I got to the point that uh, it's about like, not finding your passion, but living your passion. Because <laughs> most yeah. people, I think, and I knew what, what are my passions, but the question is, are you living your passion? Are you living it? And are you, uh, you know, in the end, earning a living from it? So that's most important because you see, before I was like having two businesses and they were working amazing and I was like, you know, financially free, independent, whatever you want to call it. But the thing is like, uh, as, I, as I said before, uh, Jonathan, it didn't really get me so much satisfaction because like every time when I went to sleep, I had these two businesses that would like generate me the income and passive and whatever. But it was on, on the moment that I went to sleep on the back of my, my head and like, you know, uh, that thing that was never fulfilled, which was this Voltura. So, which was my passion and is my passion. So I would choose the, the passion more than financial stability. I agree too, because you're, what happens is you pursue your passion, you eventually turn into monetization regardless, right? But then you're also happier with what you're doing and you're happy with people that you love and love what you do with the people you love. That's what I say all the time. So I would agree with you as well. Yeah, and it's, it's testing it somehow. Like life is testing you to see, are you still living or loving your passion? Because sometimes, you know, we have this and like for me in my case right like it was any money you no know, it's not so much so it's testing it so that's that's probably like uh uh you know why uh um i don't know like why i would choose passion because in the end like if you choose just money yeah you will earn money but you're like almost like dead inside in my opinion that's true that's facts hashtag facts <laughs> Good. Okay. So last uh, last round, your turn. Tell me when to stop. Cool. Let's do it. Uh, stop right there. Okay. So it's free. Please read the card. Choose one word to describe uh, your ideal life. I mean, I think it's free. That's that's the word. Free. Free. Uh, Good. And now spinning the wheel. Stop right there. In love. <laughs> so free, free love. I mean, yeah, like this is an interesting one. So you should, uh, why well, I'm going to mix these two is free love. Yeah. I mean, you should be free to do the things you love, meaning that no one should limit you in which, especially for your career, no one should limit you in which, what you want to pursue. I think what happens in life, especially in society today is that we conform to societal norms where we think that we are not good enough for something or we do something that we don't love. We do some things in our careers that we might just do just to put money on the table. But at the end of the day, you should find things and find what makes you free and what you love because that's what makes you happy. That's what I found specifically with consulting because at the end of the day, what I try to do is I not only have my own schedule, but also just love helping people. So if you can find that love 
that freedom to do the things that you want to do and pursue that dream and make it to reality. I think it's extremely important, especially for your mental health and growth. But not only that, just meeting new people, expanding your business, expanding your personal brand. All these come into play. And at the end of the day, it could turn into something even greater. Mm. Okay. So what I'm hearing is like the the free, you know, the word free in uh, in love, we're talking about universal love and passion here is like for you uh, that that you are free to, you know, be your own boss in one sole thing and you mm-hmm. are free to also, and what I'm hearing, like to express yourself and, uh, you know, help other people, like empower other people to, in the end, express themselves. <laughs> exactly. Work exactly. And, right. right. I mean, it's not everybody, like not everybody's going to become a entrepreneur or be free to do what they want if they work in corporate, which is fine. But I mean, it just depends on the person. Like if you're trying to make the leap, as I said before, try it out. It's okay if you fail because right now there's a pandemic. So it's okay if you fail. It's just good to try out these different things and see how it works. Hmm. Okay, good. So next step, questions. So, okay, question. Hmm. Okay. Ooh, questions. I love questions. As y'all. <laughs> That's why you're in a podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Okay, so question here, uh, Jonathan. Hmm. Uh, okay, are you? Um, are you satisfied right now with your uh, entrepreneurial journey, with your entrepreneurship? Yes, I mean. I, I I hope I am. Just kidding. Yeah, I mean, one hundred percent. I'm 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 happy about it because in the beginning, like I didn't think that this was all going to happen. I thought I was just going to go work in corporate for the rest of my life, do a bunch of different things there, have a set schedule, a nine to five, getting a consistent pay, etc. That was my dream of working at a top tech company, coming from a non-target school. But then I realized, Alex, that. The dreams that were set upon me were not my own dreams. It was dreams that were set by society because society deems, and I thought society deems people who work at top companies as more prestigious, which unfortunately it does. But at the end of the day, did I want to be known for someone who works at Google or do I want to be known for someone who's my own branding, specifically with Juan Solting? Why I'm extremely happy with it is because now I'm known as the guy who's the CEO and founder of Juan Solting rather than the guy who worked at Google. I'm known for the things that I've done specifically in regards to not my position, but towards my character. I'm not known just mm. for the person who, for example, uh, worked at th- jumped three companies in three years. I'm known as a person who impacted hundreds of thousands. You see how that mindset changes, especially when you, when you look at it that way, because that's what I challenge to other people especially if you're trying to pursue your passions or you're trying to be an entrepreneur or you're trying to find your own successful journey. Are you doing it because you want to do it and it's your goal? Or is it because society deems you and tells you that you have to work at this company and then you will be successful? Success comes from within. It doesn't come from anybody else. If you think you're successful and you work in a small company, heck yes. If you think you're successful because you get into Facebook, it's great too. But success is never just given out. You got to work hard towards it. And it doesn't matter what it is. 
as long as it's in a goal and you have other people who will help you attain that goal. So yeah, I mean, I'm very happy with it, as you can tell. Mm-hmm. No, I like that. Yeah, I really, I really like that. Uh, I'm actually curious. How, how old are you? Fifteen. No, I'm kidding. Guess, guess <laughs> how old I am. Uh, come on, fifteen uh, <laughs> plus. No, I'm messing up. No, yeah, guess, guess, guess how old I am. Yeah, guess how old I am. You're twenty-four, five. Something like yeah, or two. You got it right. Twenty-five, twenty-five. So I'm still, I'm still 25. young, but people, people think I'm old because I, well, I uh, guess what? I'm the same. Like <laughs> there you go. Twenty-five year olds, right? We're uh, uh yeah. one fourth the way close to a hundred. Okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. No, I mean, I ask you that because um, you see, like it's it's uh, it's pretty rare, and uh, I'm also you know finding myself that people told me that it's pretty rare to have this mentality because I have the same story. You know, I dropped out of college because I wanted my dream was to be you know in IBM and Microsoft to work with all of this and all of that. But uh, I uh, in the end when I, I went on high school, I realized that uh, is is not really what I was looking for because in these companies, and I don't know if it's like that, this is what I understand, you were there, so probably you can tell me yes or no. But what I, what I understand in, understood in a moment, Jonathan, is like these companies, um, or, or whatever, this is my understanding, yeah? I'm not saying this is the truth, that, but these companies are not looking really for smart people, but looking for people who have like the background, the knowledge, you know, like, and uh, like, to be a little like uh, controversial here that can be easily manipulated if I'm not uh, too much. I know you're, you're completely right. I think a lot of the big companies, people think that they look for certain experience, which they sort of do. But the thing is it's your thought process. I think your thought process is extremely important, especially when getting these companies because they just ask a bunch of questions like we are on the podcast, obviously. That's why I'm really good with questions, I think. Except with Albert Einstein in help. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you have your small Albert Einstein inside. <laughs> right, right, in my, in my head, in my head. Yeah. So what, what I want to ask you here, because that's something important. Um, I believe, you know, I believe that everything in life is made with a purpose. And whatever we have done in the past, you and me, or everyone that is listening right now, uh, it's creates is like let's say another step to wherever you want to be or wherever you should be in life so the question is right now what is something that um no actually i I want to rephrase it your past you know your experience from the past it helped you to um let's say skyrocket to your startup what does it mean well basically whatever you've done in the past did you use this like you know like a let's say a social proof or something and help you to get like um uh, clients easier for your uh, one salting or not yeah i mean my past experiences i never regret any past experiences the reason why i never yeah the the reason why i never regret any past experiences because past experiences create who you are as an individual today I think what happens is though we focus on the negative aspects of what happens especially in our past lives and then we say to ourselves wow can i actually get into my career or make something happen but the thing is though you got to utilize those past experiences whether good or bad and utilize them as motivation to get to where you are to be where you want to be why i say this is because like i said before people focus on a lot of negativity i think negativity is set on people because they hang out with negative people what I try to do is I just try to hang out with a lot of positive people. Positivity is infectious. So is negativity. The thing is, though, 
what are you going to do when you get a rejection? Are you going to look at it as a redirection or are you going to look at it as something that's a setback and continue to be a setback? The difference makers in the world bounce back from rejections and react to them. Reaction is the most important piece, especially if you want to grow and, and sustain yourself. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, I, I like what you said, because I believe the same, like whatever you've done in the past creates who you are now. And uh, in the end, that could be an asset, you know, like, if, for example, in my case, like, you know, uh, uh, my age actually was an asset. Like, that's why someone called me, like, you're the youngest mindset and behavior coach. And I was like, oh, yeah, really? Okay, well, that's it. <laughs> you know, it creates another a, a persona, right? So it, it, everything that you've done in the past, uh, it could be an asset. That's what I mm-hmm. believe. And I, I understand what, you, what you're saying. And the last question I want to ask you here, uh, Jonathan, is like, what is something that you you got through um, these companies, right? Google, uh, Cisco, and whatever you work, uh, that you are using right now. Like it could be, I don't know, uh, a way of, that you're using in one sort thing. It could be like, I don't know, your way of thinking or the way you approach people, you sell or a technique or what, what is something that, that was really important and you're using right now in uh, one sort thing? Good question, Alex. So if you, if you worked with me, would you believe me that I could get you into these companies if I never worked at Snapchat, Google, or Cisco, or would you believe me if I never worked at these companies? Probably the first part, right? You probably believe me if I worked at these companies. I think what happens is that a lot of these, a lot of people um, who are trying to help people in their careers, it's amazing. But the thing is though, I've seen a lot of people, I remember when I was trying to work with people to get in these companies, they're like, yeah, I can get you into Google, Cisco, or Snapchat. The thing is though, they've never worked there. So why I work there is to bring the prestige, but then also, for example, it brings the credibility aspect. I think the credibility is extremely important because if you want to be good at what you do, you got to go work at a company that's good at what they do and then translate it directly into your own. So what I did was, for example, the speaker series, which we've done significantly very well. I think we're actually one of the first people who spearheaded this. And now a lot of people are utilizing the idea. We do a speaker series and it's been killing it. It's had thousands of people every time. And that's translated directly from Cisco. For Snapchat, just how to communicate with customers and, and advertisers, which we don't even do ads. Like Alex, it's kind of crazy. We do no advertisements. We we pay for no advertising fees or anything. It's just all through organic marketing through LinkedIn, which is incredible, right? So um, yeah, I think that it's just very important to know those different things because mm-hmm. that's how you make it. That's how you make it in your yeah. career. That's how you make it in life. And that's how you translate everything into it. Because Alex, well, Alex, why would I why would I reinvent the wheel and try to do it on my own without any research when I can go look at a billion dollar company and say to myself, oh, this company's successful in X field. Why not just replicate the success by putting it into my own company as long as it's not proprietary? Right? I think people, yeah. what people do is they get their ego up and they're like, I can just do it by myself and do X, Y, Z. When in fact, everything is out there that you can learn. The thing is people don't take time to learn it. They'll just be like, okay, I'm just going to go try and see what's up. And then they fail. But the thing is you, you, the, the way you don't fail is you replicate other people, but then you think of it in your own way, in your own terms, because people have the same processes. Like consulting, we help people get into their dream careers. There's a lot of different companies that create that aspect and get people into their dream careers as well. But what makes us different? The people, the character, and what you stand for. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. It's in the end, it's like, 
like what I what I discovered also in my uh, career, right? That people are not buying your uh, finger product or your, your idea. In the end, they're buying you <laughs> most than yes. everything. They they like you or they like uh, whatever you're thinking, and they buy you before anything else. And then they buy you exactly, exactly, exactly. You, you, it's that's why I say relationships are important. Relationships they drive success. Yes. Okay, good. Thank you, Jonathan. Now let's complete the game with the acknowledgement card. So yes. in this step, step, Jonathan, we're going to acknowledge each other for something that we have done in the round. I want to be first, and I want to acknowledge you for. Well, first of all, I really want to acknowledge you. Like, uh, you know, I see somehow myself in you, and it's like it's, it's really interesting to see another twenty-five crazy guy yeah. that wants to change the world and thing like this. Yeah. You know? So I acknowledge you for that. Like I. It makes me feel that I'm not alone in this world, which I appreciate it. Uh, and um, I acknowledge you for your, uh, well, yeah, your maturity and the way you're seeing, like, simple, very simple, you know, like, as you said, uh, why you should break your head and try to stretch your brains to think of a new revolutionary idea when everything is out there and you just, like, replicate in a way of, you know, personalizing it in your own uh, style. So that's, for me, it's effectiveness, if I have to call it. So I acknowledge you for that. I appreciate that. I acknowledge you for something very similar, but just for you making a difference in the world and doing these different things. I think it's very different. The thing is, when you do something different, of course, you're going to get people who are like, what is this person doing? It's YZ. And the thing is, that's okay. That's great. Because the thing is, I've never seen something like this before, to be honest, in a podcast. That's the one reason why I came on this podcast. Because usually I'll just be like, oh, like, well, then, you know, I'll just, uh, maybe I'll do it so- sooner rather than later at XYZ because I'm very selective with my podcast. Um, but this is very different. So I want to acknowledge you for doing something outside of the box. Thank you. I get it. Good. Woohoo! <laughs> get it? Yes, congratulations, Jonathan. You have finished the game. Thank you for playing what the board tour again. Thank you. It was fun. It was fun. I never had a board game before, but it was not. It was. It was fun. It was fun. Thank you. And I'm actually curious, like, what did you like the most uh, about the game? I like it was intera- very interactive, and it made me think outside the box. So I didn't know what questions were coming, which I usually don't. But I mean, I thought it was very interesting. It wasn't just about career stuff. It was about uh, health, which I thought was really awesome. I don't really talk about health, really. I just talk about career things mostly all day. <laughs> so um, I thought that was fun. I thought that was a fun aspect of it. Mm. And what did you discover? I'm actually curious. Like you said, you think outside the box. What did you discover in it? Yeah, I discovered that I don't know anything about Albert Einstein, nor do I know anything about Albert Einstein correlating directly with health. <laughs> that's one thing. I, that's one thing I, I realized. That first question, I was like, "Wait, Albert Einstein health? Hmm, I know Albert Einstein is just old and he has a white hair." <laughs> so that's one thing, probably. <laughs> yeah, and it's outside the box. So great. Okay, cool. So, Jonathan, now I want to ask you three questions, and these are. What is one successful mindset that you had, one successful behavior, and one aspect of your lifestyle that made you who you are now? Mindset is extremely important. Positive mindset. You, lo- you should look, especially if you're listening to this today, definitely 
definitely look at things in a positive light, anything. Even if it's something that's really, you know, a rejection that's happened, you gotta look at it in a positive light because that affects the mindset and the mindset is extremely important. I think the recruiting process and the hiring process, especially for these different companies, is not just your resume or your personal brand, but it's your mindset. If you go into an interview or if you go into something and you exhibit imposter syndrome, which then decreases your confidence and you're not going to do extremely well in it. But if you go into there with the utmost confidence in whatever you do, whether it's a podcast like this one today or an interview or a job, you will do extremely well at it because of that confidence. So I think that part is extremely, extremely important, especially with having a successful mindset. Uh, what was the other question? Sorry, Alex. <laughs> Behavior? Behavior, yeah. How you treat other people is how they will treat you. I think throughout my life, I've treated people uh, very well. I've always given back into my community. Sometimes, like Alex, when I was graduating from college, I didn't even have a job lined up in a company that I wanted to work for, but I helped everybody else get into their dream job. But at the end, I said I would make it. And it happened because I believed in it. And that's why I translated directly back into the mindset piece. If you believe you will achieve, if you don't, you won't. Behavior is important. Now what's the last question? Sorry, <laughs> getting carried away with these uh, answers. One aspect of your lifestyle, no worries. One aspect of your lifestyle that made you who you are now. Yeah, living simply, living simple. Alex, I never, I never, I growing up from a, from in a family that didn't have a lot of expensive things, I never bought the most expensive clothes, never got the most expensive car. Living simply is just very important. I think what happens is people live lavishly and then they lose sight of why they're doing X, Y, Z. They look at it in a money mindset rather than a passion mindset. So I think what's helped me is looking at it in that terms because I love what I do. I'm passionate about what I do. But at the end of the day, it does, of course, translate into monetary compensation. But that's the last part. It's not the first part. If you're money-driven, you'll never be passionate about what you do. But mm -hmm. if you look at the other way, it'll ultimately translate into something amazing. I like that. I really like that. Like to, yeah, like a minimalist lifestyle and... Uh... Uh, appreciate what you have basically exactly whatever exactly. it is right now mm -hmm. great thank you Jonathan now uh, please tell people where they can find more about you yeah of course so how you can find me is uh, if you go on LinkedIn Jonathan Javier Wansulting CEO founder I guess to check it out you also can check out our website at wansulting.com uh, find me on Instagram Wansulting and then Jonathan Words of Wisdom to as well. Um, but yeah, if you guys really want to stay up to date, we have a lot of companies coming to our events and beyond get recruited, check it out. Great. And all the links are in the description. So they just need to click it and boom, it appears. <laughs> exactly. Right. Check that link, guys. Check that link. Great. Anything else you want to say, uh, Jonathan, before we complete? Yeah, I just want to say thank you so much for having me. Really appreciate it. Everybody, if you get rejected, remember it's simply redirection, but it's how you react to it. Don't just say that word, do it. I think what happens in life is there's two types of people. There's one that are doers and one that are talkers. 
the talkers are the ones who speak in regards to, oh, I'm doing X, Y, Z, but never do it. But the thing is you want to be a doer, a doer in which you make an impact on the world. And it's up to you to do that and make that happen because you want to go and attain those goals. Those are the change makers of the world. And if you're a change maker of the world, exemplify it, say it, and show people how you're making that difference. Thank you, Jonathan. And thank you guys for listening to this episode. This was the 33rd episode of the Voltura Game Show. My name is Alexandro. I was your host today with our guest, Jonathan Javier. And if you like this episode, please uh, rate it with uh, five star on uh, Apple iTunes or whatever platform you're listening to right now. And uh, share it with um, your friends, family, and uh, colleagues and people from Google <laughs> and, and Snapchat, <laughs> especially to listen to, uh, I think, a minute 25 when we said about the truth. <laughs> all right, all right. Say it, watch it, y'all. Yeah. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> yeah, leave us um, a review and share with us what do you like about it, what you didn't like about it, if there is anything you didn't like about it, or what do you think we can do so you can have a better experience. <laughs> Thank you for being here. Anytime, anytime. Thanks for having me. In the next episode of the Voltura Game Show, you will meet Mark. Mark is a 23-year-old Forbes feature entrepreneur, author, and TEDx speaker. He is also a podcast host where he interviews billionaires such as Seth Godin, Robert Greene, and Ed Milliet. See you in the next episode.